Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about PlayStation news, reviews, and all that stuff that's in between those, such as words. Anyway, welcome. Um, but of course, it's not just me talking to myself for an hour or so. That would be weird and strange and boring. I've got other people to talk to with my words, including Gary. Hello, Gary. Why, hello, Ben. Man, you just offended every schizophrenic on this planet. Any what? Every what? Schizophrenic on this planet. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to go there. How are you doing? Hello. I'm okay. I'm okay. How have you, you been playing the video games? I have been playing the video games. I've uh, been enjoying them for the most part. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, not much today. Just, you know, when walked with my dog, woke me up early today, went and had some breakfast at Pancake House. That delicious. sounds delicious. It was amazing. Buckwheat pancakes for the win. Um, and now I'm doing this podcast and I'm watching hockey in the background. Nice. Wait, Pocky, right? Not Pocky. Hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and Tim. Hello. Oh, hey. How are you? I'm okay. Getting oh. things ready for my trip tomorrow. I am so jealous. Can you hear the rage? <laughs> the British rage, yeah. So much rage. Ah. Throw tea and biscuits at you, man. <laughs> if I knew I had both tea and biscuits in. I'm trying to be healthy, okay. so. What? What's wrong with tea? The tea is fine, but it's the fact that I have biscuits with it, and biscuits aren't healthy. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. Does it put a smile on your face? It sure does. Then it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Tim, have fun. Seriously, hey. we're all here to support you, and hope you enjoy yourself at the event. Thank you. It's only, but this is only my second trip I've done for the site. Since I started, so it's kind of crazy. We're going to have to make it some more here. Uh, I haven't done one in a long time, so hopefully they'll yeah, invite there, me sometime again. There's an event going on in Utah here that's actually pretty close to my house. Yeah. Is it called your house? Is it called Visiting Chris? Because we miss Chris. Uh, something like that. Sure, you should come. And, <laughs> I go to that trip. And come to the event. Yay. <laughs> well done. I like you. Uh, so, what have you been up to? Are you been playing much? Uh, doing some reviews. Uh, doing some uh, gaming stuff. Doing some job hunting. Doing some a little bit of everything. Odd sleeping. That's been in there too. But apart from that, I don't know. I'm going to have to push you through Fantasy 14 in the next few weeks as well so we can get you ready. So Yeah, I am 67, so I'm not nice. super far off. You got still Just gold. give him your account details and Ben will get you there. And... <laughs> well, I have, my, I have my authenticator and we'd have to go through that too. Yeah. And I'd have Again. to log into his actual account because it's linked to your PSN ID, isn't it? So. Yeah. Again... Just give Ben all the details, <laughs> and you will be at his level by the time you come back from your trip. Uh, there's no way I could be on his level. He's too good. Oh, I'm not that good, but thank you. 
Also in Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh. <laughs> but no, let's see if we can get you in the next few weeks sometime if you've got time because that way you're ready for Shadowbringers, which comes out June twenty eighth for pre order well, early access starts June twenty eighth, but come on. How many people that time. how many people that are that are playing it won't be pre ordering it? Uh, everybody. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's just, what is even the point of this early access? Everyone that's going to be at level 70 ready is, has already pre-ordered it. They're not going to go, hmm, I'm going to wait Ooh. four days. Is <laughs> that <laughs> what they're going to do? Boom. <laughs> 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 just walking around, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound I think people who don't pre-order make. <laughs> 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 while we're talking about stupid things let's talk about the fact that id wants rage to be a soon as possible for rage 3 even though rage 2 literally just came out like what a week ago not even that well you know money 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 and i've I've not heard many good things about rage 2 either so uh, I guess but if you're a fan of the Rage fine. series, maybe. Um, I don't think it's going to get the type of like cult classic feel that the first one had. I don't know. Like, no. There's something really kind of cool about that one. But this one is just kind of like an open world romp exploration kind of arcade thing. And like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's a fine game for that. But yeah. it doesn't really move anything. It doesn't change anything. It's more of like a... I would say it's more of like an in-between game. Yeah. Which is right, the, written, yeah. But Fun. does it feel like it needs to be a yearly release? No. Are you sure or not? But yeah, seriously. Uh, well, then again, I don't think Call of Duty should be a yearly release, but here they go. Yeah, about the drama about Call of Duty release, uh, recently, about the fact that the studio that was working on the next year's Call of Duty... By the way, we're already talking about next year's Call of Duty, even though this year's Call of Duty hasn't been released yet. That's how set on stone the fact that there's already one for next year, even though well, we this year's. Well, like... <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's, it's not weird because they did say that Call of Duty has a three-year development yeah. cycle. So I just find it funny that we can coming out every year. It's still taking about three years to make. Yeah, but I just find it funny that we can talk about next year's having problems while we still haven't actually technically announced this year's. I know that this year, yeah, it's com- yeah, we know it's coming out this year, but there's no actual trailer, there's no any footage, there's no nothing about this year's yet. We're talking about, oh yeah, next year's might have problems. Okay, what about what about November? What about this year's? Can we get, can we actually get real oh, details? This year's is supposed to be what Modern Warfare Four. Yeah, next year's is supposed to be another Black Ops. Yeah, Black Ops Five taking place during the Cold War. I think they said. Yeah, and Black Ops I I I I I. Yeah, I I I I. I, I, I oh my god. See, oh, see, Tim, I will buy that Call of Duty because that to me sounds like the best Call of Duty ever. Because I I was never in my life expecting a Power Rangers crossover with Call of Duty. I never thought I'd get Call of Duty. I I I I I I. I get it. Well done. <laughs> It's shooting time. Uh, so yeah, Call of Duty. It's pewing time. I think this is Jimmy. It's pewing time. It's pewing time. Pew pew. Uh, so yeah, wow. Call of Duty might go free to play next year, maybe, or at least have free to play options. 
Yay. I don't know how we went from race to Call of Duty, but go us. Off topic, like kings. Hey, you did it. I know, I'm good. I'm pro. <laughs> Look, I wanted to cover two news topics that I didn't really care about. So. <laughs> uh, I'll let you talk more about this if you want, Gary, but because I know you're a fan of this series, or at least more of a fan than I am anyway. Um, Resident Evil Engine is ready for PS5, says Capcom. Capcom. Yes! I'm you want to carry excited. this? Oh, yeah. Obviously, this pretty much just means that they've had dev kits for a while now, uh, to the point where they have been able to optimize the engine to, to work with the PS5. Um, this is very exciting, because that engine, I still think, is one of the best engines I've ever seen on uh, this generation. Uh, they've done some incredible stuff with that engine. We've had, what, three games now released with that engine? Uh, Resident Evil 7, Remake 2, and uh, Devil May Cry 5. And they've all showcased how, how great that engine is. And going forward, I'm really excited to see what they're going to throw or what they're going to be able to do with it on next gen. Um, obviously, I also think this means that they're going to port all those games that I just mentioned onto PS5, because Capcom loves to port their stuff. But then well, again... I don't even know if, that. That's true yeah, if, if the backwards compatibility thing is true... Um, well, it is true, but to yeah. what degree is it, is it true? Is it physical? Is it just digital? See, I think it's going to work like the Xbox One does. Where it's going to be a physical version that's it's backwards compatible physical, but you have to download the digital to play it. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the Xbox One's backwards compatibility. I have. I have. Uh, for anyone that have it, hasn't know, basically what you have to do is you get your normal Xbox 360 disc, put it in the in the disc drive, um, then it will force you to download the game. Uh, but even though you've downloaded the game, you still need the disc for verification anytime you load up the application. So, yeah, it's because but, even though the console is now backwards compatible, it has to have specific software in the game to make it run properly. So therefore, the digital version is the only way you can play them because they're updated digital versions to make it run. With like the emulator built in as a wrapper. Always technical but, terms. But the thing is, I still don't think that's going to stop them re-releasing those games because they can easily re-release and remaster those games and add shit to it. Optimize it for the new system, which will still give them money. People will still buy that version. Yeah, we could get Resident Evil 7 Biohazard Platinum Edition because we already got the Gold Edition and Resident Evil 2 Remake Gold Edition and then they'll make Cry 5. Now we've got Virgil. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Like They're always going to I still think they're still going to re-release these games because they yeah. can. And because there's still money in it. They'll still buy it. Otherwise, they would not be releasing Resident Evil 4 the 15th time. And plus, you re-release that, it not just, just not just for old customers, but for new customers who didn't own the previous console. So. Yeah. I mean, Resident Evil, the PS3 was backwards compatible came out but yeah they still re-released Resident Evil <laughs> so uh. I, 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 I feel like they, they will still re-release those games and I'm fine with that um, but yeah no as far as this news goes I'm, I'm very excited because currently they've already been working on stuff for PS5 
uh, if they're optimizing the engine. And I can't wait to see what what, what they're going to show off for it. Um, yeah. Remake 3, Resident Evil 8, that rumored Dino Crisis remake. I don't know. We'll see. A new we'll time cr- No, it's Namco Bandai. Damn it. I want a new time crisis. <laughs> new time crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I just want to have a released one with with the boost control. Yeah, the Dino Crisis already. Damn. Yeah. I agree with Tim. Give us more Dino Crisis, even if it's just a remaster of the first Dino Crisis, but not the second. You can, you can skip that one. Well, the second one wasn't that bad. Yeah, but actually, it's the third one you got to worry about. <laughs> I don't even remember the third one. That's because you never played it. It only came out came out on the original Xbox, and it was in space with dinosaurs. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Gary. Hey, he I have an original Xbox. Thank you very much. I just can't oh. play it because the controllers are too big. <laughs> but don't you have big hands? So they should. I have tiny hands. Even better. You gotta work for your meal, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Don't you? You've met me. I have tiny hands. Your hands are adorable. What are you talking about? <laughs> Silky smooth. Anyway, Tim, what <laughs> do you think about um, <laughs> this Resident Evil stuff? I'm into it. Give me Dino Crisis. So we end this sentence with, please give us Dino Crisis. That sounds good yeah. to me. Let's have I'm, a done. I'm, I'm enjoying the, the new ones. I'm enjoying the remakes because I never got to play the old ones because tank controls are awful. And they I'm sure are. But tank controls were not bad. They sure I were. I just had to get used my head around them. So it's no, nice to have like, to play them now. It's like real life, dude. Just play it that way. In order to go for um, it, you have to look for it. I would argue that. Yeah, <laughs> I would argue that the current the current controls are much more like real life because you know you're always facing forward. You're not watching yourself from up down. So really I don't know about you, but that's how I walk forward by watching myself from up down. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 life is actually you know when I want to walk somewhere I've got a click there and then I and then I walk towards it. I like it. Oh, yeah. I I I only play by Sims logic. It's <laughs> why some of the words don't make sense. I have to translate everything from to English. I don't know how people play that game on sound. I don't know how people play it without cheats. Uh, so, I had a friend in high school who played it like crazy. Absolutely crazy. No cheats or anything. Uh, I, I, I just get bored and I have to give them money so they can do whatever they want for laughs because I can't do that in real life. So. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll let the next topic be Gary's as well because... Um, uh, uh, I'm excited. What I do? Devil May Cry 2 would happen to need to fit. Uh. Oh my god, ben. Okay. <laughs> I can't even say the, the sentence. Please. The Derek. director of Devil May Cry would love a oh. sequel to DMC if Ninja Theory returned to do it. I'm going to have to drink some water to get rid of the. The greatest case. is because he, he clearly realizes that Ninja Theory's version is superior to his. 
take that then. Um, yes, I would very much like that as well. Um, and I think even Capcom has come out and said that they would like to do continue on the story of DMC as well. Uh, unless that was the same story. Um, I don't know. But I'm, I, 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 I'm all for it, especially after. So uh, give me. Give me more. As Britney Spears would say. <laughs> well, if, if you want, crushed. if we're doing that, then work it, bitch. DMC, what's your thought? Um, I was excited about it. Like that idea of it sounds great, but Ninja Theory is now owned by Microsoft. So, so what you're saying then is Microsoft will get the good don't make right, and we're going to be stuck. Yep. (laughs) Okay, everyone's. I guess that. That's what people. Hello. Why, ben? What? Why? Why what? Oh. I'm very confused. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Doesn't make Everyone is breaking up for me. No. Is it because we said DMC? I think I think my computer's just sort of protesting against it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, but as soon as you started talking about it, all that was, ah, oh, ah, ah, oh, yeah, ah. So, like, okay, good, good, good for you. No, good way to get No, not working. Not working. Okay, we're back. I guess that's because he knows you're online. I guess it doesn't it pick up online either. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the truth, Ben. <laughs> Ninja Theory, unfortunately, is owned by Microsoft now, so chances are it'll never happen unless it becomes an Xbox exclusive. Or it goes into the magical thing that I'm going to transition to for Ben. Oh, you think that I was going to transition to because I thought, oh my god, that's a cool transition. Oh, okay, never mind. Go on, you do it, Gary. I'll let you do it. Uh, okay, uh, Sony and Microsoft announced a part of the services. Yay! Microsoft and Sony are teaming up to pretty much make cloud games better and probably compete with Google Stadia. Which at this point we still don't know how good Stadia is going to be. So, well, especially as we don't know any games for the Stadia, <laughs> we don't know what it's going to be like, its prices or anything. At least with Sony and Microsoft, we already kind of know what we're going to be expecting. You know, like the fact that the um, you know PS Now and the um, Xbox Game Pass, they've already got a president of you know what they might do. 
Yeah, so uh, uh, both companies are aiming to collaborate on new innovations to enhance customer experiences. Uh, both, both companies will explore new cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure. Uh, this collaboration will also improve the develop platforms for content creators. So, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Microsoft CEO offered the fall has always been the leader of technology and the class today builds on this history of innovation. So yeah, the, the partnership could lead to some big innovations in PlayStation's cloud strategy. Currently, PS Now offers the ability to stream and download various PS3 and PS4 games. Uh, however, it has had its fair share of issues. Obviously, it has Xbox Game, game Pass, but Curry, this is aimed at, I guess, um, I know Microsoft has really gone out of their way in support of Nintendo lately, yeah. and they've been pushing for unity with, with Sony, and now well, they Microsoft, finally got what they want. Microsoft just really wants to be a software company more than a hardware company at this rate. Well, they should have always been a software company because their hardware has always been, yeah. in my opinion, personally. Um, but yeah, obviously, if, if this helps the two, uh, I don't think it's the end of the console war like everybody else is saying. Um, no. But clearly, depending on what the next consoles are going to be, we know Sony's is going to have a disk drive, so it is still going to be a console console. We're not 100% sure if... Microsoft is going to have a disk drive for it. They're going to go full digital. We know there's the rumors of multiple systems from them coming out uh, yeah. that has... they got the Anaconda, the um, something... There's like three different ones. Yeah. They've now bundled Xbox Live with Xbox Game Pass. You can buy the two for a price of one, I believe. Type yeah, of which deal. isn't much of a difference. You don't <laughs> save much money. Oh, they're, they're clearly pushing the, the software side of stuff. Obviously, they're releasing on PC. Um, so they don't necessarily have console exclusives anymore. Or exclusives, I should say. Uh, they still have Xbox exclusives, but you can get them on PCs now. Uh, but yeah, no, this is going to be interesting to see where they go with it. If they're going to try to combine... PlayStation Now with Xbox Game Pass in some way. What they're going to do, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. By the way, when we're talking about Game Passes, remember EA um, Access is coming to the PS4 in July, I think? Or is it June? Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll also get your EA Access with all those delicious EA games such as... Um... Okay, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Tim, what's your take on this? I think it's smart for Sony because um, Microsoft is more of a software company and they get a lot of help on that end. And I think that in a in a world now where we're saturated with s- streaming services and shit, the idea of possibly having one that compiles so much, particularly you know, two separate services would be appealing. Like, I, I kind of like the idea of being able to play, let's just say, like, this is the, theoretically, like, you get a bundle 
version of Now and Game Pass. Just as an example. And like Game Pass games on Because I don't want to own... I don't want to... I don't, not necessarily I don't want to own an Xbox, but I just don't want to have it hooked up all the time because I don't play it often enough. Uh, but it would be another excuse for me to have now, which I personally really enjoy. So I'd, it'd be fine in that end. I, I think it'd be a great addition. But um, this Unity makes me a little apprehensive about the future just because with this sheer push for digital streaming content, I worry about our ability to retain our own games. Like, you know, like if they if they do something like with with Steam or GOG, where we can do a DRM-free downloads for our games, and we'd actually have ownership of things we download. Yeah. It'd be a different story. I wouldn't be so apprehensive. Well, kind of like what um, PS Now does as well, because you can, although you stream it, you still can download it if you got the setup. Yeah, but you still don't have yeah. you still don't have ownership of that download. No. It's more like you're renting it. And the nice thing about DRM-free content is that you are able to like move it around and keep it and do it and yeah. you know back it up for your own records because you own it. You literally own that download. And it's just like owning a disc without having the disc. So it's yeah, it's that kind of thing. That's what is nice about to free. I if I think if they're gonna be pushing for this kind of media, they need to start thinking about that. Because I don't know, I, I don't. I I like to think that people will catch on. <laughs> like there are plenty of people on PC that love DRM, but I'm sure there are also plenty of people on PC who don't give a shit. Like as long as they can play the game, they don't care about the later. It's just the now that matters. The real issue but, with DRM is, especially on PC, is the fact that it can be intrusive and affect your gameplay experience. I, some people don't mind DRM, but it's the fact that they affects their gameplay that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, also, another thing I wanted to point out really fast is these streaming services don't get to have the same games on there all the time. It's like Netflix. They yeah. remove games and they add new games on it. Um and I somewhat noticed it with PS Now uh, a few months ago, uh, but it's more obvious now with Xbox Game Pass. Um, actually, just this month, they announced that they are removing a lot of games. They're removing, just for example, they're removing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, uh, The yeah. Force Unleashed 1 and 2, Mega Man Legacy Collection, uh, DMC Devil May Cry is being removed. So there's a lot of games that they remove to make room for new games. It's not like they're just going to have a collection of a hundred thousand games for you to play. <laughs> you know, I hate that. Yeah. So do I, I absolutely hate it too, because it, again, it goes to that fact of say they remove the force on the leash. Now what's to say they're ever, they're ever going to bring it back. And if that's the yeah. future, I'm, chances are, I'm never going to be able to play that game again. Unless I own the no, no, not force unleashed. I'm using no, it as an example. <laughs> don't, don't get rid of Coder, man. Coder is a fucking classic. 
I echo it was great, but Force Unleashed, I liked it for its this day, but when I tried to replay on PS Now, it wasn't as good as I remember. But but I'm just saying as an example, this could be, you know, God of War in the future. You never know. Sure. Um, that shit bothers me, which is yeah. why I love the idea of ownership. Because if I ever want to go back to it, I'm not bound by the terms of a company or a mogul or an idealist who thinks that demand is more important than or maintaining EA. the the library. But I I don't want that shit. Like if if these games are coming out, like they have to be available, like in in all forms, not just available like for download or access or whatever, but like available for the the available for the future like they they, they're not just being created i know they're being created quote for you know current monetization but these games mean way more to the people who play them than the people who sell them and i'm not talking about developers i'm talking about the producers and the vendors and shit they don't give a shit they just care about the modern money but these games matter more way more to the players so there has to be a way for us to preserve them i don't know i i I, I, there's some developers that enjoy the games just as much as the players. Yeah, that's why I'm calling out the, the producers and yeah. the vendors, not the developers. The developers obviously give a shit about the yeah. good stuff they make. You know, they even care enough about the, the shitty stuff they have to make, you know, because they're doing it. I know I'm bringing but... Pharmacy 14 up again, but that's because I love the game. Um, when they announced Vera and the Hawkraft, they said that a lot of the... I, the head gear won't be visible because they ha- they don't have the time to model all the headgear for the new races. Or, yeah, all the old yeah. ones. Um, but recently an interview with Yoshi Peace came up saying the fact that the um, development staff were working behind his back off hours. And they got over 500 different pieces of headgear working with the new race. Oh, snap. Yeah. That's amazing. They, they really love this game, dude. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, I mean, there's a game that was literally released to die. Yeah, <laughs> like they saved it out of it. They Square Enix took a chance on them, and they said, "Listen, yeah. we're gonna give you a second chance with it." And now it's one of in the top five, or maybe the top three of the most played MMOs in the world yeah. now. Um, huge revenue stream for them. So good on them. You know, and obviously you only get that from people who love yeah. to do what they're doing. And obviously they love that game. They love working on that game. Yeah. So it's amazing. But yeah, that was a crazy article that they announced that they did that off, off, off on their own time. And not even getting paid to do it. No. Yeah. But yeah, so obviously th- this doesn't mean that PlayStation games are going to be playable on Xbox, and Xbox games aren't necessarily going to be playable on PlayStation. It they could. might be. I'm going to go. It with... could, but as of right now, this is just a partnership to, I guess, create a streaming service that from from the best of both worlds. I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, until everything, something's officially announced on the aspect of, you know, which games will be available. It's going to be crazy um, that we're going to have a service that's going to have Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony games, potentially. 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 Because, you know, the fact that the Game Pass is, is, has the potential to be on the Switch and on this. There is the talk, but 
obviously Microsoft has denied it. Nintendo has denied it. I don't. My thing with it right now is obviously they've tried to get games to stream on the Switch right now. They tried it with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Um, in Japan, it hasn't and, worked uh, well. It hasn't worked well at all. Well, no, that's because of the way they did it. <laughs> no, not not joking. The fact I, I that you don't know. You don't. Basically, the details of, of what they're doing to, to get it to work. Yeah, well, it's not the fact. It's it, I think it works just fine. I heard a lot of people not having issues with the actual, yeah, playability of it. But the fact that you don't can't actually purchase the game is the big issue. Okay. When so you you rent it, right? Yeah, you rent it for six months, and it's the same okay. price as a full price title. That shit's yeah, that's the that's the issue of it. It's not the the service is fine, but it's the fact that you can't actually have it on your account not even yeah you know, not even just as something you've purchased to download in the future nope you've got six months to play it which yeah six months is a lot of time but when you've spent like sixty dollars you expect it to yeah yeah um oh well you know nintendo or whatever price it is i don't know yeah i'm just throwing the sixty dollar because that's the standard yeah, yeah well nintendo's never been really a good with the pricing of their stuff anyway in my opinion but uh, uh really <laughs> Uh, yes, bro. It's like okay. I remember the DS when it came. I was like, "Oh, it's two hundred fifty dollars." Oh, by the way, it's also two hundred fifty pounds. And at the it's time, like, uh, you do realize there's a conversion rate here, right? Yeah, and at the time, two hundred fifty pounds was four hundred dollars. Like, thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> oh my god! Also, when we got the um, um, it's not a price, but when we got like the new DS, and our new DS didn't come with a charger. Yeah, um, because they, they literally said, oh, th- th- this is, in my opinion, the start of like the Blizzard memes, but Nintendo came out saying, but you have old chargers, right? That's literally what no, Nintendo said the for the defense. Yeah, 3DS. Was that the 3DS? Yeah, that's how yeah. it was here, too. The 3DS here didn't come out with the charger either, because you could just use your DS charger. Yeah. <laughs> but you got... No, it was one of the DS. We, Europe was one of the first, though, if I'm rightly... And it was, um, fun brightly, the end is the same with the NES Mini here. That doesn't come with charger. Jeez. <laughs> I don't think yeah, it... yeah. Uh, uh, as far as this goes, I don't know if that's Nintendo necessary doing what with the streaming or if that's Capcom and Ubisoft. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's a service they're going through or how, how it's working in general. Google Stadia. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if I had a Japanese Switch account right now, do I just go and find Resident Evil Seven and try to stream it? I don't know how it works. Uh, if somebody does, please let me know. People of the internet, uh, that'd be a but, laggy piece of shit, though. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how Xbox Game Pass, how well it'll run on Nintendo Switch. Well, it's based on. You'll be connected to the same servers as the Xbox players, so it should be an issue. You know, the the streaming the best the the best way to have a good experience with streaming is by having servers that are near to you, so that the data doesn't have to travel too far. That's why if you bought the Japanese well, version of um, Biohazard Seven Re- Resident Evil, it has to. Uh, the thing is, Ben, you're also running your Switch through wireless networks. It doesn't have an Ethernet. Yeah, but there's a lot of so Wi-Fi. You're already losing a little bit of that. 
Yeah, there's a lot of Wi-Fi. Uh, the, the Wi-Fi chip in the Switch isn't that great. There is a lot of Wi-Fi routers that aren't too bad now. Plus, you can, if you're playing it at home, you can always use Ethernet. Which, by the way, I've got to buy. Remind me sometime. <laughs> but anyways, we went totally off track. Yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo but... Switch Universe, NSU. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I, I am also in a way excited about this. Uh, just because I, I've always believed Microsoft's obviously Microsoft's Xbox Live program is far superior to the PlayStation Network. Um, I just hope I still get to have trophies instead of achievements. Uh, yep. I like trophies. Yeah, trophies are cooler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but either way, obviously, it's a partnership. It's them working together. It's good for the industry, I guess. Or it's them banding together to take down... You know, Stadia. Yeah, pretty pretty much take down Google. Yeah, like, Google's too big. We got to team up to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you have my hardware. You have my software, Nintendo. You have my games. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Segway. Segway. Uh, I guess we should talk about state of play. <gasps> Yeah, I know it State happened. State of play. State of play was ten minutes long, and it was better than a press conference at E3. <laughs> it it sure was. Uh, no, no, not not necessarily. But they had, I thought, some really cool stuff that they showed. Um, I remember. Ahead, well, I remember that they had medieval shown off, and that yeah, still looks uh, a little bit disappointing to me. Does it? No, I, I, I'm looking forward to it, but the graphics to me, uh, I'm, I'm hoping they improve that frame rate before release. Oh, I'm sure they will. That's a while still. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a release date, October 25th, right before Halloween. Yeah. Which, I guess people were expecting. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a long way out. I'm very surprised at how out that is i was expecting like a summer release like a july release for it july or august um pretty makes, far out makes sense october though especially the topic of it well I, I think it would make sense if it was more than just the one game but this is just medieval this is only the first game yeah like it's not like a remaster of, of all like two of them or three of them it's just the There's one only that's two, why i'm isn't surprised it? it's well yeah, but then you can also count the PSP ones as well. I thought the PSP one was just a remake of the first one. I think they released an original one. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know too much about the franchise. So, so but yeah, I must be that looks good, and I will pick that up. Even though I feel like it needs, needs. I hope it gets a little bit of touch of you know, sprinkle of better frame rates. But you were upset just now, Tim. Are you super looking forward to it? Mm. Yeah. Um, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I never really got to play it much back in the day, and I loved it, even the little bit that I got to play. So being able to play it now, kind of like how I feel with all the games that I missed. If I'm able to play it now, I, I feel great about it. Yeah. Even if it's not in their original format? I mean, yeah, that's fine. Usually that's the kind of stuff that, well, 
I mean, it's it's nice for me because that ends up like kind of breaking the ice. I'm not trying to like overcompensate for it. Like I'm able to look at it in like a present light and then I go, oh, okay, I want to see what it was like before. And then I have a comparison and I have something else to focus on. And yeah, I, I love that kind of shit. So yeah. Uh, by the way, I used I used the power of Google, and yeah, there is only uh, Medieval One, Two, and Medieval Resurrection, which is a remake, a reimagining of the um, first game. Oh, okay. I have the one on PSP. So see, why not just do both of them? Like, why just the one? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. Because they can make money later. That way, they yes. can make the second one later and go, "Oh, look, we've done Medieval Two, the Electric Boogaloo." Sure. Medieval oh, yeah. 2 Remake. Everything's an electric boogaloo, Garrett. Ben. It is. Literally everything. <laughs> Including oh, electric, boogaloo electric boogaloo 2. Electric boogaloo I actually have an electric boogaloo called Pokemon book. It's a manga. Anyway. Oh yeah, dude. I love those. Uh, so yeah, Medieval. October 20-something. 25th. <laughs> 25th, October 25th. Sweet. Uh, Releasing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And before that other indie game that got announced at the end of the show, what was the other title? <laughs> the other <laughs> indie game? Uh, well, Sony announced a new Predator game, Predator Hunting Ground, uh, obviously based off the movie Predator. Uh, very surprising announcement here. This is being, I believe, internally... I think. Oh wait. So I believe Sony is publishing this. Yeah. Is the way. Yeah. So it is going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Um, Predator Hunting Grounds. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Actually, it's being done by Ilphonic, I believe is the studio that. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, they're pretty much the guys who uh, made the Friday the Thirteenth game uh, that released two years ago, uh, the online one yeah. uh, where one player places jason so i'm assuming it's going to be the same type of game where one player is the predator and the other players are from what it looks like soldiers trying to hunt him down or he's hunting them i'm super stoked about this because i fucking love that franchise and give me more predator stuff please yeah, yeah that looks good to be honest i agree mm. and I i'm also kind of interested in this weird partnership sony has with disney now <laughs> because yeah. you know now that disney owns 20th century fox or at least most of their assets predator obviously belongs to disney now so so now you're the disney princess pretty much so is the alien queen <laughs> okay that's all i needed that's all i needed uh, <laughs> aliens are princesses awesome. i can't uh, uh, that's the that's the, the queen that's the new. The, you remember the princess is a part, uh, is part of Kingdom Hearts, right? Is this the? Um... Yep. Oh my God! Yes, Alien needs to appear in Kingdom Hearts Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. But yeah, no, like their partnership now. So like, they have Spider Man that was exclusive to PS4. Yeah. Iron Man VR is exclusive to PS4. Lame. Um, now this is exclusive to PS4. So. Did you Pretty say lame to Iron Man, Tim? Yeah, I'm not excited. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I, oh, I got pew 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 pew. 
It's gonna just be like that. It helps that I don't have my VR anymore. But... They should replace the sound effects. And go... <laughs> <laughs> the chili bundle. Pew 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 pew. Boom. Pew 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 pew. I was so by that deal. <laughs> Ben is just narrating a game instead of a book. <laughs> that would be amaze balls, dude. Uh, so good. Uh, so yeah, I, I Predator Hunting Grounds. A nice surprise. I was not expecting anything from the Predator to ever come out again. So yeah. it's not getting like a Predator. Yeah, they just need to give me a new Aliens game that's not Colonial Marines. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm awful, but when I was watching Aliens, <laughs> when I was watching Aliens, you know that part where the alien jumps out of his belly? I uh, literally thought about that scene from Spaceballs. Oh my god. Oh no, I'm thinking about that scene from the, the Aliens shitty gearbox thing. Oh, gross. Don't. Uh, we just don't talk about ISIL. We, don't, we, just, we just don't talk about Colonial Marine. <laughs> gearbox wishes nobody talked about <laughs> They want people to forget that that is something that exists. Uh -oh. never forget. Never forget. And ever, you know what we ever, should never, ever. never forget? Mm. The game that they showed off at the end, which, by the way, they teased at the start because the intro sound was the menu sound yeah. of the game. That it was. I didn't hear it because my audio was turned off and I had to turn it on. Yeah. So I didn't hear it because <laughs> my audio is automatically set to be off on Twitch. So I have to manually. Final Fantasy Seven remake announced officially again. Wii services, yay! After five years, it's been <laughs> five years. Wait, four years. Eighty-four. Well, was twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. It was announced. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember everyone's yeah, reactions to it. It was amazing. That was the big E3, wasn't it? That was the yeah. E3. We got Shenmue 3, we got 7 Ring. That was the, the E3 that people pretty much shit their pants. Yeah, I was so excited about Pharmacy 7 and then them announcing Shenmue that I put money to Shenmue and I've never played Shenmue. Yeah, and Resident Evil 7 was announced yeah. at that E3. That was, I think that was the E3 that people had Microsoft had a ring. Yeah. <laughs> this gen, I guess you should say. Microsoft just comes in with a hat and throws it on the ground and just breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, seven remake finally. Ah, uh, it's finally. so beautiful. No longer need to worry about Kingdom Hearts as an excuse. Hashtag. Uh, it's happened. Please tell me about it, Ben. What can we tell you? It starts by showing up the intro of the game with Cloud jumping off the train. <laughs> With Aerith in her cute little outfit that shows a bit more cleavage now, it seems, than it previously did. Of course. Um, where she was listening to the... Um, I found, I never knew the fact that she was listening to I the mean, planet through the... Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, Ben, she was like three polygons. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the cost of... <laughs> I think the main issue is the trailer didn't have enough honey-beating honey footage. <laughs> I I want to see Cloud in the bath with those manly men. Oh my god, Dude, I'm ready. For I think that. that's a scene that everybody's <laughs> everybody wants to know about that entire scenario. I really hope if they don't, if they they need to keep it in the game. Drag yeah. Barrett is all I need. <laughs> Dude, Give if me. they 
And yeah. then also, like, since you can date Barrett in the original game, they better yeah. expand on that, too. I'm going to be upset if they don't. Well, they don't need to expand too much, because it wasn't, it wasn't a... No, Ben, give me more. No, but I mean, I mean, is I don't want I it to be. I have one Final Fantasy ship. Give it to me. Look, I don't want it to be. Look, with all the other relationships, it they were never huge. I don't mind them expanding it a little bit, but I don't want it to be like a main focus. But like the same reason why most of the other relationships aren't a huge focus either. I mean, you know, apart from the love triangle between. Oh yeah, I've seen that picture. <laughs> apart, apart from the love triangle between Aerith and Tifa and Cloud. I get, yeah. Sorry, I mean, I'm distracted. I, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a love triangle. I, I feel more like it's Tifa pouring her heart out to Cloud, and he's yeah. like, yeah, whatever, bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I like blondes. Uh. <laughs> um, no. um, continue, Ben. But yeah, I, I've been actually I've been replaying Fantasy Seven again because of this on Moogle Go Round Radio. So please go check that out. I've just got to the end of disc one, so well near the end of disc one. But anyway, back to a remake. Um, oh, it just looks just like how I imagine, and it doesn't look as bad. Doesn't I know it sounds weird. Doesn't look as good as the previous showing, so it looks more like it's going to be an actual thing. The last one had some bits where it looked too good. War of Oak 2, so you think they faked it? Well, as you said, you thought it'd be on PS5. Yes, and obviously I still believe it's going to be on PS5. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously on PS4 as well, but... Yeah, um, but the previous footage to me just looked like it was too good. Well, this looks like it's got some flaws. It looks better mm-hmm. in places, but you can see the flaws, so therefore... It... So are you saying that it's a Final Fantasy fifteen? Set? It looked yeah. amazing, and then we got it, and it wasn't even half amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried that because we know it's still going to be ep- ep- episodic. Uh-huh. That I, where is it getting the first episode going to end? Okay, so I ha- I actually talked to Ed about this uh, today yeah. when we had breakfast. Um, it was it was delicious too. Um, I firmly believe the first episode, I think it's going to be three episodes. I think each episode yeah. is going to be a disc of the game. Yeah. Um, maybe four, because I, a disc two obviously opened everything up, opened the big open world and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I firmly believe episode one is going to end when they leave Midgar and they pretty much see the, the big snake that Sephiroth had impaled. Yeah, uh, Midgar's all Yes. But where am I game? Oh, alert. Oh. oh my god. I, no. I want to talk about that too. <laughs> I, I've oh read people, god. please don't spoil Seb. I'm like... No, no, no. But... No! <laughs> but anyways, I, I can't delete that's... the internet. The internet's already spoiled it for years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, I believe that's where episode one is going to end. So now, remind me, Ben, because it's been a while, a very long while since I played seven. Yeah. Um... The battle at the Shenra Corporation is still in Midgar, right? Yeah. And yeah. Red 13, when you get Red 13, that's in Midgar. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you so... get you get him around the time you save Aerith, from because they're in that little chamber. Because yeah, um, that's pretty Hojo... much like the end of, of Midgar, right? You leave 
after after that. Yeah, just after that, yeah. So in, in original Final Fantasy time, how long is that entire Midgar section before you leave? About 10 to 15 hours if you take your time. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's all on the first disc, isn't it? That's that's not that's not much of the first disc though. Um, I'm trying to remember where the first disc ends actually. It's like on a boat where you fight this big thing. Uh, Genova Life. No, because I'm on this disc one still, and I've beaten Genova Life. Uh, Somewhere around the boat, because that's where that's as far as I've gotten, and that was still on disc one. Yeah, see, because the way I'm seeing it is, I think they're gonna give you a glimpse of what they're doing with the open world. Uh, at the end of this one, which is just that first little area you can leave, um, just to really tease you for what's to come in, in the second episode. Oh, the, uh, okay. Yeah, that's not much of the game, though. Well, you also have to realize that they are expanding a lot of it as well. But I'm just saying that if they're following the story, that's still not much of the game because... I'm not going to spoil where it ends. Well, everyone knows where it ends. Come on. that <laughs> End of the first disc. We all know what happens, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah. So you've got... You'd have the Nibelung, Rocket Town, Gold Saucer, um, Temple of Ancients, Gold Saucer. Um, you've got like... Four or five things. You got like another 20, 30 percent of the game before you get to the end of disc one. So if you stop at Midgar, you cut in a lot of content. I feel like yes, we're gonna get. I... I feel like we're gonna get out of Midgar, and I think it might end around the Gold Saucer area, so that people can explore the map. You'll have um, the first island, explorable. And then, because the, the end game is when you can explore everything, because you can't really explore everything until the end. Yeah. I feel like the first episode's going to have the first island. Second episode's going to have the second island, and because all the content's already made, because the third, the third disc didn't really add an island, it just added the northern crater, didn't add any more extra locations. The third yeah. disc will just let you explore everything, because both the first and second island are made then. I think that'd be a good place to stop, too, because then you could spend a lot of time in the Golden Saucer doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It, it really just depends, I guess, on how many episodes it's going to be and how far apart they're going to be. Um, and that's really, in my opinion, where I believe they're going to end is is when you, you see the snake yeah. uh, and you get a tiny bit of a tease of how the open world is going to work. If, even if yeah. they have an open world, we don't even know if they're going to do that. Well, we um, all know that each episode is going to be equivalent of the Final Fantasy 13 series. Yeah, well, that's huge. Yeah, that's what they said. Each episode will be equivalent of one of the Final Fantasy 13 games. Wow. That'd be that, amazing. Yeah. That's huge, yeah. So all those people who hated the linearity of Final Fantasy XIII, yeah. boy, you're in for a treat in Midgar. <laughs> yeah, Midgar's really lim linear. At the same time, like, people love Final Fantasy X, and I'm not like criticizing yeah. that fact, because I also love Final Fantasy X, but Final Fantasy X was also incredibly linear. Yes, it was. Final Fantasy games so, were thank never... You. Thank you for saying that, Tim, because I have made that argument. Problem. It's how it's executed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I've made that argument. People I don't argue. think I can name a single fantasy game that isn't kind of linear. The other ones are open, but you only have certain places you can go. Like, yeah. You can run around doing random shit, but most of the time you just get your ass kicked. Yeah. Or you so can be like me in Fantasy Seven and just grind the shit out of stuff and be overpowered. Of hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've got Red Thirteen, Cloud, and Aerith now with oh, that. Oh god! I, everybody wants to see Tifa. I'm the most yeah. excited for Red Thirteen. I cannot fucking wait to see Red Thirteen. As long as they do that's his voice good. okay, that's fine. That's a good boy, man. I, they better let me pet him too. I'm pissed if I can't pet. Him. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Screw your Red 13. I want Kate Sif. I want to see how that plays. Gross. That was the worst character in that game. Look, look. they've turned into an action RPG, and his weapon was a phone. So I want to see how that works. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Drag Cloud. That's all I want. Uh, I think we all want to see Drag Cloud. And I hope you can actually, like, I hope they include all of the minigames. So, you know, you have to do everything to get a silky dress. Silky dress, smooth hair, you know, all the all the fong, all the all the the the, the digestive and the clone and all the stuff. Mm. Now, obviously, there's there's a lot of things that is still up in the air. I mean, are they going to keep Vincent and Yuffie as characters you don't have to have because they're not part of the main story? I feel like I don't know about Yuffie, but I feel like Vincent's going to become a main character, especially with the fact that he's part of Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, Fact. <laughs> yeah. So, but still, if they, it just depends on which direction they're going. Yeah. Obviously, they said they're going to include a lot more backstory and a lot more scenes with Zack, yeah. which instantly makes me super excited. We even see uh, more scenes with Sephiroth because someone noticed that, you know, you got that little flash of him in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene looks like it's on the route with all the crazy houses in between the slums. Isn't that the scene where he hallucinates seeing Sephiroth? Yeah, but in the in the, the original version, it, the screen just white, goes white, and he goes Sephiroth, and everyone goes what? Yeah, so it, it's it's that scene. It just we see what he sees. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I feel yeah, like um, they can think... add more of those where we'll actually see what he sees. There's like little additional that's, scenes. That's fine. I I honestly hope they keep Sephiroth as far away as possible in the first episode. Oh yeah, I really do. You got to keep him as the super mystic mystic villain that you can't beat. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he is at the top, I believe, if my memory serves me right. He is at the top of Shenra Tower. Uh, after that entire scene, he's there, right? You never see him though. Okay. He also does the yeah. the destruction of his little town. Yeah, you get to play him. Well, you don't get to play as him, but you get to play with him, I guess. No, there, there, there was a flashback where you played a song. Yeah, but I think that was later on, wasn't it? Much later, yeah. Yeah, I never got to see it, so it's not on disc one. But now on the first disc, you get to, as he said, you get you play as young Cloud, who's in, um, who's a Shinra grunt in his like his little blue uniform, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, save me, Sephiroth Senpai." <laughs> yeah, Sephiroth pretty much. In fact, was, I I got robot. killed a couple of times as Cloud because the enemies kept targeting him. Sephiroth just like, "Oh, here's life." Here's, a, here's life. Cloud just gets back up again and dies instantly. Uh. But yeah, uh, secondary characters, obviously we saw them here. Uh, very exciting. Biggs and uh, Wedge and Jesse. Yes, Jesse, I'm very excited for. They highlighted her pretty well. Yeah. 
Um, combat. Let's talk about the combat. Yeah. Tim, you and I talked about it a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. You have a fear that it reminded you a lot of 15. Please elaborate. I don't know. Like, with, with some of the aesthetics, like the menus and stuff, and then some of the, the ways that they moved around the map, it reminded me a lot of 15. And I mean, there are plenty of ways that 15's combat can be improved, but the fact that it's reminiscent of it, and, I, and granted, there are, there are plenty of hints that it, it plays a lot more like uh, Crisis Core, which would be way better. But mm -hmm. the fact that it has so many commonalities with 15 bothers me. Um, and I, I say that in the sense that I want the game to be better than 15, and I feel like they realized that 15 wasn't what they wanted it to be, so I don't think they would screw up something like the 7 remake, but seeing those things makes me leery. Like, I, I have faith in what they're doing and that they know screwing this up is a terrible idea. And they're going to be paying attention to everything, but still seeing that stuff makes me apprehensive. And, yeah. I I need it to be better than 15. <laughs> I, like, I like a lot. No, it's, it's totally honest. So here is what I noticed when I'm looking at the combat. Um, yes, the interface does kind of look like 15 uh, with, you know, the stats and stuff on the bottom right. But here is the weird thing that I noticed. Um, obviously, you have the HP of the character and you have the MP next to it. Then you have the limit break bar underneath the MP. But then you also have a blue bar underneath the yeah. health which looks a lot like the active time battle system that fills up on each character. Um, so, and the fact that we've obviously seen here that you do get to switch characters. You don't only play with Cloud because we see people you control Barrett as well. I still feel like this is going to play a lot like turn-based final, but it's going to look very, very action yeah um, well what people don't realize is well, i'm replaying seven again and seven isn't turn-based um yeah well, it's, it's like it's 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 the active time where the enemy is going to attack them at what you have to wait your yeah. turn to attack the enemies can keep attacking you well, they don't they have, have they have their own active time battle you just yeah. don't see it yeah um and, and I feel like this is what they're doing. They're they're keeping it that way, but it's just looking incredibly flashy. Yeah. When it when it's happening. Um. And if you look on the bottom left, because I'm looking at a screenshot right now of Barrett attacking people. Um, yeah. And on the bottom left, you see the command. You see the attack command, which is the square button, and you have something called uh bag blast, yeah. which is the triangle button. So the way I'm figured, which is what I've said they're going to do for a very long time, back when they even announced the game, I said it's going to be a mixture of both. It's yeah. going to be very action-y in the way that you attack by, you know, selecting the moves you do, but you're still going to have to wait your turn with the active time battle system. Yeah. Um, and I still firmly believe that's what I'm seeing here. And I'm completely digging it. I'm really into what they're doing. Like, just watching how it's all in motion. Obviously, it's very quick cuts of the combat, so we don't really see too yeah. much of it. 
Um, but from what I'm seeing, that's that's what I'm. There's getting. also from what I heard, there's also a defend button as well, like in the, the original seven, where you can hold and block. Nice, and I'm pretty sure there is the item button yeah. as well. Um, Which I'm guessing yeah, see, that's the. Well, okay, so here, here I'm looking at it right. Now. I'm seeing another screenshot. Uh, there's a tab. Cloud's name is there, and apparently yeah. you can switch characters with L2 and R2. Yeah. So L2 switches to Tifa, R2 switches to Barrett, and O is to use a health potion. Uh, Square yeah. is apparently an attack, Braver. Yeah. Um, and there's two missing things where it's not telling you what it is. Triangle and X doesn't say what those do. Um, I'm going to so guess yeah, that I... you'll be able to put materia and stuff like that and uh, limit breaks or summons into that bar. Probably, yeah. Um, uh, there's also uh, the L1 button opens up shortcuts, so whatever yeah. that does, we don't. I don't know, but yeah, I, I still feel like it's gonna be a mixture of the two. Like it's yeah. gonna look really flashy, but it's gonna be very simple to pull off. Um, yeah. Combat-wise, because there's another scene we see where Cloud is attacking, and in my opinion, and it looks like somebody who's playing the game is mashing the attack button. To constantly attack, which is what reminded me of Crisis Core when I saw yeah. it. It's not like 15 where you just held the button and it did it. Okay, so here, yeah, so Circle opens up the commandment. There it is. I'm seeing it in the in the video right now as I'm pausing through. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, like I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited that there is like environmental hazards from what it looks like. You can blow yeah. up barrels and shit. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for it. But I can see where you're coming from. I can see the hesitation with 15. Definitely. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't mind too much the combat in 15, uh, I can see where it could cause problems. It's just bland and tasteless. Uh, I still need to try the new stuff because I've heard they changed it a lot with the Royal Edition. Yeah, and they added the yeah. fact that you can switch characters down too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> as much as I want to keep talking about Fantasy Seven, I'm sure we'll do a lot about it because it's a big game and we all really can't wait for it. We've got the Fantasy Seven concept coming out in early June, right? I believe so. And, uh, I believe E three is coming. Uh, I think the the concert's first. E three is what the fourth of June. I think the E three is first then. I think so. So yeah, we've got E three, which we'll probably talk about Fantasy Seven because Sony's not E three. So, yeah. Well, Square Enix is having their own press conference. Yeah, in fact, they're taking Sony's. Yeah, they're taking Sony's spot. <laughs> um. But yeah, definitely it has to be at E3. It's going to be their big showcase. I mean, at the end of the trailer, it says, "Yeah, stay tuned for more info in June." So, um. uh, and I can't wait to see everyone hate the new Tifa design because I feel bad for Square. Yep, I I I feel bad for people hoping to see what they want to see. Like, yeah. Oops. You know, the thing, I, I've said it before, I said it when they announced the 7 remake, um, I 100% firmly believe there's no way Square yeah. is going to be stupid enough 
to put Tifa in that short skirt and a tank top. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I've been, I've, I've read online that she, maybe she'll have like a score, which is like a like that, but with shorts underneath it. Yeah, probably. So it's she'll still have this. It's definitely gonna be a change. She'll still have the skirt, but instead of just being underwear underneath, it'll be an actual pair of shorts. That's more mm. functional. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or something along the lines of what she had in Advent Children, which she had shorts on in Advent Children. Yeah. So. I loved the costuming in Advent Children. Yeah. But no, I, I feel bad for Square Enix in a way, because no matter what they do for the Tifa's design that comes out, there's going to be hate. Oh, yeah, there's going to be outrage for sure. Yeah. There's already outrage about Aerith and the yeah. fact that her face looks too long. The hell does that mean? <laughs> uh, her face looks too long. Well, everybody has to have a circular round face. I don't get it. Uh, Start a fucking petition and shit to change your design. What the hell is wrong with people, man? But yeah, to be honest, I never thought Tiva had that big of a chest size myself. Anyway, the only times that she had stupidly big chest was when she did. They did the CGI. Actual in-game play footage, they weren't, you know. Yeah, remember, two polygons, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that's probably like half the amount of polygons the PlayStation could handle, but... <laughs> yeah, and obviously, her bus size was severely reduced in Advent Children, too. Yeah. Well, no, no, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Not really, it's just that they look more natural because of the, the, black, the black outfit's more slim, and if you look from the side, they were still pretty big. It's just that from the front, because black always makes stuff look, yeah, smaller. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't look as busty as she did before, man. That's really? yeah. It looks like people wanted to see what they wanted to see, Gary. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds to me like I'm going the right path. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't care. I like boobs. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going, oh, no, not boobies. I can't wait to see her in a cowgirl flashback look i just want to see <laughs> look can i just have her in a male drag outfit and cloud in a female oh. drag outfit there we go i would love to see her in a drag king outfit yeah there we go yeah obviously she's in the trailer but we never see her her name is there there's probably a reason they had they didn't show her well yeah because this was Aerith's and jesse's showcase you see those are drag those are, those, are, those are relationship <laughs> goals right yeah they just go out and drag shows but no, seriously, there is people's are oh, because they don't don't have a Reddit. It's like I don't think that's it. I think it's just that they know that Tifa is such a big name that they felt like having her in this would overshadow certain characters. By having Aerith and Jesse as the main stars, because we've already seen what Cloud and Barra looked like kind of in the past, so it's yeah. just like a reshowing of those. And then they showed off Jesse and Aerith for the first time. That way they can slowly roll out all the characters that they're showing off rather than just going, here's all my characters. Can't wait for Red 13. Red 13 and Sid, man. I wonder if Sid is going to be a chain smoker. He better be. I hope so. <laughs> he better have that cigarette in his mouth during the fight. During the combat. Well, be a, I don't know if they'd be allowed to do that now. Actually, That's no, please, please don't do it because if they do it, then chances are he's got to be a fucking vapor. So I don't want that. Oh my god, no. Why can they not do it? Like, I think it'd be kind of cool, like, if he, uh... Well, halfway through the... the... bar or something, and they tell him not to, and he just, like, throws it at him or something? Well, halfway through (laughs) the game, he just dies of lung cancer. 
Yeah. Dude, uh, Seven Sin is my favorite. Sin, so uh, I, I, I need Sid to be on. So. Also, I really hope Barrett swears. But I don't want him to swear. I want it oh to God, be they, censored. They, they should have gotten Terry Crews to do Barrett's voice, man. Yeah, be I, on my team all the time. I just want Barrett to, but yeah, because he swore so much in the original game that I just want him to do that. But I want him to censor it still. I I don't care if it's rules are more lax would come into swear words nowadays. I just want that censored for the just for the effect. It was more about the effect than the actual swear words for me. <laughs> uh, not gonna, if they make him swear, then I hope they just cut that part of the game because I don't want it. I don't want him actually swearing. I want the censorship. <laughs> well, it'd be kind of cool if instead of like having character bubbles, they had like a noise over it. Yeah. <laughs> Just something. God damn it. More like... coming June. What, what are you guys expecting to see for 7? If I can ask. I expect them to de- showcase the, the uh, up to the Either up to the first bombing or some of the first part of the game as an actual live demo. And then it'll, it, they'll tease Tifa at the end. Because remember, you did the first bombing with Barrett and Big, Big, yeah. Biggs and Wedge and Jesse. Then you go back to the um, slums on the train and then you go to Seventh Heaven, which is Tifa's bar, where you meet her for the first time. And Marlene, mm-hmm. you know. Barrett's adopted daughter. Um, yeah. I expect you them to showcase the um, some of the the, the uh, Midgar area, and then it fades to black, and then it shows Tifa behind the bar, like wiping the sides. Okay. And then saying something like "Glad to see you" or "Welcome back." And then it, they do like then after that, there's like a showcase of the uh, yeah gameplay of her. <laughs> What about you, Tim? Uh, drag King, Drag Queen Cloud. Oh my god! <laughs> it has to be after, like, an after credits of the trailer. Oh, well, <laughs> you say that, Tim, but now all I picture in my head is that Square Enix has the stage, and it's like they go. He comes up on stage now to showcase Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, dude. And some dance, uh, some drag queens dance on dresses Cloud. Mm, just like doing the flamingo as they go on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> and they're like, "It's coming out next year." Bye. <laughs> Everyone's oh, just satisfied. <laughs> they said more current. They didn't say what or who. Just is that us. it? That, that's all you're expecting is drag. That's it. Yeah, that's me. Oh my god. Dude, I have low expectations for Final Fantasy VII just because I don't really, I've never really like been able to finish the first game, so like I don't, I have no attachment to it. So, well, Tim, if you ever want to watch, me that's positive is going to be fine for me. If you want to watch me play it, go check out Moogle Go Around Radio, twitch.tv slash Moogle Go Around Radio. <gasps> yeah, I'm I'm about to finish disc one, so that's about where I got cut off. That works. But I, I will tell everyone now, I am going to use the gold Chocobo glitch on disc two. So. Yes. Cheater, cheater. Uh, if anyone doesn't know, people found out that you can edit the games, not edit the games files, but abuse the memory. 
uh, again, the abuse the game's memory, and if you do it right, you can actually get a gold chocobo without doing the chocobo racing. So yeah. What's the fun in that? The fun is the fact that you don't have to do fucking chocobo racing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts like oh. forty hours out of the game. Okay. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be a little bolder than you two. Um. I'm going to say they announced a demo that comes out after that fucking press conference they have, or that day. I don't um, know if they'll be out that day, but I think they'll announce a demo for soon after. I, I think it's going to be that day. I think it's going to be the same demo that people got back in the day with Final Fantasy VII, where it was still yeah. in, in Japanese. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, but I, I believe we will get a demo uh, after... The, the conference or at the end of the day. Um, I do believe they'll announce a release date of January. Yeah. Uh, because that's essentially going to be, I think, the anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, and do you know what that means? What does They've that mean? timed it for my birthday. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, as far as... With videos or anything, I think, like you said, we'll get a lot of gameplay demonstration. Um, I think we'll get a big flashy trailer that kind of shows off a lot of stuff. Um, I think we'll see Tifa in actual gameplay footage as well. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm fully expecting whatever trailer they do show, that trailer is going to end with Sephiroth walking through fire in that incredibly explosive and yeah yeah memorable scene for him, <laughs> him following from the uh from the sky or from the ceiling to uh do the deed to kill to kill Aerith and spoiling the like game you just see him, yeah. you just see him <laughs> like you don't actually see him doing it you just see him just... falling from the sky like it's gonna be that people are gonna go oh my god it's in there <laughs> oh my god spoilers yeah it, it oh, well can I just talk about that really quick yeah sure um I don't care if I'm spoiling Final Fantasy VII for you. The game's been out for almost 25 years now. If you don't know the story of VII, if you don't know what Sephiroth does, then... What have you done in your life? That, 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 that's your problem. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Personally, um, if you think that that's all that Final Fantasy VII is, you're ignorant. Yeah. I know there's a lot more going on in there. and There's a lot that happens after the fact because of it. There is the game is so much bigger than that point. If you if you romanticize that point only, you really don't give a shit about the game. No, that's all I'm going to say on it. It's a yeah, good and, part and, of the game, but it's not the best part of the game. The best part of the game is everything else. Hashtag. Yeah, and and, and, and is the fact that the fact that you've avoided the the fact that she gets killed <laughs> is a miracle, in my opinion, because yeah. right, it, it's literally gone down as one of the most memorable scenes in video game history. And the and fact that you were everywhere, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And if you don't know about it, I don't know how you've done it, but I just ruined. Well done, you were born game. yesterday. So, <laughs> um, the fact that the it, it's spoilers, and it, it's an old game. It's been out for a long time. It's an old story, and get used to it. it it's like people spoiling. What Goku goes Super Saiyan three? Yeah, he does. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that scene where he goes Super Saiyan 3 is really good, though. I like that scene. I love that scene, dude. 
Yeah. I'm just saying. It's like complaining about a spoiler of something that's over 20 years old. You can't complain that it's a spoiler. I just think that's that's insane. Especially with certain things where, you, you know, I can understand if it's like a 25-year-old game that no one's ever heard of. Or, like, or something that's never had re-releases ever. But, I mean, it's Fantasy VII. It's been re-released on PC and PS4. Yeah, it's not like you can go out and say, oh, I can never play this game because it's already came out on system. You can play it right now. Yeah, I'm playing right <laughs> now on Google Go Around Radio. Twitch.tv is Google Go Around Radio. So it's not one of those games that you can't play anymore. And maybe preserving those spoilers until you can is a good idea. You can play this game whatever the hell you want. And it's been out for way too long. Anyway, I feel like we should... I just, I just hope they don't ruin the scene and remake. I we really don't. We should wrap this up and... Um, yeah. Gary? Okay. Yeah. Yes. How can they contact you? You got any shout-outs? I have shout-outs to you guys, as always. Thank you for having me on. It's always fun. Shout-out to my boy, Ed. Thanks for breakfast. It was delicious. Uh, shout-out... <laughs> Breakfast, quote, end quote. Yeah, baby. Breakfast, baby. <laughs> Delicious crepes. Cream oh. <laughs> um, Shout out to Alfonso. Miss you. Hope to have you on soon. Shout out to Chris. As always, still want you back. Touch me whenever you want. I miss him. It's been too long. It has been too long. Uh, and everybody else, and uh, shout out to Mike Heritance, yay, who's back, who's back at the universe of PlayStation, and will hopefully PSU.com, PlayStation Universe, the, the home of video games and stuff. Yes, and hopefully coming Mike back to the podcast. Uh, how can they contact you? Did you say? Oh yes, you can contact me on Twitter at Doug Lauch, That's G A G L A S H. Uh, Tim. Shout outs I like and to can... just double down on Gary's shoutouts because they're all great. Especially to Ed because he has the one love of my life and I'll never give him. Um, then Evie? That was, for, that was for you, Gary. He has Evie, I know, man. I love her. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fonzie, of course. Like I am... Uh, I'm actually going ham on games to try to get platinum so you don't catch up to me. So thanks for that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, now uh, the, how can I contact you? Uh, you can find me basically anywhere under Timberelli. T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I. Uh, I'd like to shout out to Minfilia Madness, which is a Fantasy fourteen Blitzball event that's going on right now until the middle of June. The money um, raised will go to uh, shoot as she wrote on her arms, uh, Cherry, about mental illness. Um, so far, we've raised they've raised $1,500. Um, we've raised $100 towards the Sea Chocobos. It's a Blitzball tournament that's on Fantasy Um They use um, what's it role-playing to reenact Blitzball, with, even though the game doesn't have Blitzball, by using like the, uh, the random factor, the ran- backslash random. Um, I was part of a event last night, Cost of the Soul, uh, where I well, I was role playing a sausage, a hot dog vendor. So that yes. was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I I made a character on Bomb one called Sausage McContent, and he he had his hot dog stand. Um, so shout out to everyone there, and um, the crew. Yeah, everyone that's part of that. You guys are amazing. 
Uh, shout out to Klaus at Phoenix Down Radio. Shout out to um, uh, Ed. A shout out to Alfonso. Shout out to Mike Harridans. Um And just a shout out to everyone that's listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a good night. Uh, you can contact me at MGR underscore Chili. Um, until next week, go 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 check out video games. They exist. Go play them. Go play them. <laughs>